Beta Perk Dalid Mishnah Base four two, another Mishnah on the topic of wood on Yamtov. So the first part of a Mishnah focuses on the issue of the Malach of Stira, deconstruction. You'll recall that one of the Lamatas Malachas is Stira, the counterpart to Binyan, construction. And really Midoraisa for something to be Stira would have to be um, something that is taking apart for the sake of rebuilding. Um, or some other constructive purpose, because in general the rule is kolomakalklin paturin, if it's just for a destructive act to take something apart, that would be an isra durabun only. In any case, the question is, can you, what woods can you take to use to make your fire, to, to cook your food on yomtuf? So the Mishnah says, a notlin eitzim in hasukkah. You certainly can't take uh, wood from the sukkah. Now this would mean both from the roof or the walls of the sukkah. The sukkah, of course, has two parts. The schach and the walls, um, and both of them comprise the structure of the sukkah, so to take either one would be demolishing or taking the sukkah apart. The sukkah we're talking about here is not a sukkah necessarily about the halach from sukkahs necessarily. It could be just a hut that you make for Pesach to you know stay out of the sun or something like that. In all cases, the stuff that's on the roof is part of the roof, and you take any of it apart, even if it's not exposing the roof, but just thinning out the roof, that would be stira deconstruction, demolition, because everything on the roof is bottled to the roof. And if you're taking away from the roof, hypothetically, if you had, let's say, like a bundle of straw drying on the roof, it's not bottled, then it wouldn't be a problem, of course, just like in Hechel But the point is, any part of the roof you're taking apart would be a problem. Same goes for the walls. If you take apart any of the walls of the sukkah, you're also destroying the sukkah. But you could take wood that is leaning against or nearby the walls, even leaning against the walls of the sukkah, since when it comes to the walls, if things are just leaning against the wood, um, the walls of the sukkah, it's not taking apart the sukkah by taking that stuff leaning beside it away. Um, good. Now, that's the first part of the Mishnah. The second part of the Mishnah now talks about um, other wood you could use for burning on Yom Tov. It says, Mevin eitzim min hasade min hamuchunas umina karpef afilo min hamufuzar. The Mishnah says there are two categories of places from which you could take uh, wood to burn on Yom Tov and not have a problem of mukta, either or, says the Tana. Either mevin eitzim in hasadim in hamechunas. You could go out into the nearby fields just outside of your house, whatever it is, um, and bring in any wood that is mechunas. That means that it's like piled up. That means that you set it aside for some use. Since you piled it up, clearly you intend to use it at some point, and therefore you have it sort of on your mind that it's muchan for use for hasaka, for burning on Yom Tov. Um, of course, not talking about wood that's attached to the ground. That would be a problem of kotzer. Of course, not talking about um, wood that's beyond the tchum, because you can't go beyond the tchum to get the wood. But wood that's just outside your house in the fields that you've piled up from before, that's sufficient to make a muchan and not muktza on Yom Tov. Alternatively, uminha karpef afilo minha mufuzar. Or you can go out to your Karpef. You might recall from Mesechus Erev and the Karpef is an area um, just beyond city limits or outside the city that is enclosed in. It's got walls around it. Many times I refer to it as the ranch. But it's not Mukaf Ladira. It's not Hukaf Ladira. It's not um, walled in for the sake of someone to live there. It's not a residence. It's just a, a storage area. So your Karpef, your storage area just outside of town, I feel a minimum of Fuzar, even if there's just um, wood and other things that could burn lying around in the Karpef, you're welcome to take that, says the Tana, because even though you didn't set it aside or pile it up, but the fact that it's in your Karpef and it's there for storage, you have in mind that anything inside there is for your use, and you'll burn it on, on Yom Tov. So according to the Tana here, you have two options. Either that it's 
it's piled up in the fields, or it's not even you didn't touch it, but it's in a, your storage area called your karpef. Now the Gemara says that this really is a das yachad, the shita of Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, but um, the Chacham disagree, and they seem to have both conditions in order for something to not be muktzah, meaning it has to be in a place that's um, safeguarded, your karpef, and it has to be not just wood lying around the karpef, but rather wood that you piled up for use on on Yom Tov, like having in mind beforehand, making it not muktzah, anything less than that. If you had either or, but not both, it still would be muktzah. Now the Mishnah goes on to say, Ezehu karpef. What defines a karpef? Now we've seen the word karpef many times in Erevin. The Mishnah is not trying to define what a karpef is in the abstract. It's trying to say, what is the requirements of a karpef that would allow you to take the wood from that karpef that's stored over there, in the case of the Mishnah, even lying around over there, and use it on Yom Tov. What does the karpef have to be? So we have two shitas. Um, the first is kol shesamach la'ir, the Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says anything that's close to the city. And Rabbi Yossi Omer, kol shenechnasen lo beposachas afilu besoch tchum Shabbos. Rabbi Yossi says anything that requires like a key to gain access to it, even if it's anywhere within the whole tchum Shabbos, meaning even it's up to 2,000 almost away from the edge of the city. Let me say Rabbi Yossi shitas first. Rabbi Yossi holds that your karpev is a storage area. So if it has a uh, posachas, like a lock that's required, you know, with a key to gain access to it. So it means it's private and stored, and therefore it's yours. And the fact that you restricted access and no one can get it but you makes it yours and muchan for Yom Tov, according to the Tana here, even if you didn't pile it up. Rabbi Yehuda, the previous shita, he says for sure it needs to be locked up. If it's not locked up, it's just considered to be like out in the field, and therefore the posachas, that key required for entry, um, is goes without saying. Every He says that every Karpef has a key to require entry, otherwise it wouldn't be a Karpef. But he holds in addition, it can't be just anywhere. It has to be really here, close to the city, so you have a mind going into Yom to feel easy access to it and go get it. Um, according to the Bartanur, like Rashi, Samachlir means Samach Mamish, meaning it just Mamish immediately begins, the Karpef is there at the edge of the city. Um, others, like the Rosh and the Rajba, learn that uh, Samach could mean within 70 and two-thirds Amos of the edge of the city. Um, based on calculations, that's the square root of 5,000 calculations that we see um, in Masechah's Erevin regarding halachas of, of proximity to the city. Not more than that for now. In any case, the halacha is definitely not like this Mishnah. Halacha would be like the Chachamim, that it needs for something to be not muktza wood, but have to be both stuff that you gathered ahead of time before Yom Tif, and also was stored in a place that was locked up, um, so provide restricted access.